Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself and invite you to join me on the sofa. I'm sat next to Looney, you might be able to hear this. Um, I don't know if you could hear that. As she nibbled herself, <laughs> she's cleaning herself like a good dog should. But she's doing the classic thing that a bad dog does, which is, despite the fact that our sofa has got two little dog blankets and a throw to protect it, she has managed to sit her ass on the one piece of sofa it's not covered because that's far more comfortable um and she had managed she's got into the habit of knocking a couple of the back cushions over so she'd made herself a kind of den and part of me kind of respects her for standing her ground (laughs) and despite our best efforts just doing whatever the hell she likes so i have i have got a cold it's been sort of brewing away picked it up when i was out last when was it all Wednesday when I went to that there London town and I thought this morning I'm going to do a kill or cure run Mm, potentially not my best idea and then since I've got in had a lovely hot shower um and then thought I'm going to just get on with it sorting out um you know when there is mess in your house and it drives you insane like my desk was an absolute pit we've got the three drawers sort of you know ikea do those kind of storage units where it's just like a white bit of mdf with some canvas boxes in it so we've got one of those it's got three of the cubes cubes that's it cubes in it and they're just full of shit basically so i got those out sorted them all out found some slippers belonging to my daughter and she had been complaining that she didn't have any slippers turns out that she does found a pair of gloves that I bought last year um that I'd forgotten that I had (laughs) came across a pair of sandals that I forgot that I had but it's not really the weather for it um felt quite cleansed and then decided to empty out my two favorite handbags um that I can fit just about everything in and it You know, when they've got all those bits in the bottom, gross. I mean, and bits that you don't really know what they are. Just random bits of stuff. One bit looked like a piece of disintegrated poo bag. Not that had had poo in it, I must add. But, um, you know, we buy the biodegradable ones. And sometimes they just degrade away before you get to use them. So, uh, and now I've sat down because I thought I haven't got long before my husband gets back with the boy Wonder from his football game. Poor kid is going to be soaked. Uh, The daughter is still sleeping. Well, I think she's still in her room. It's gone midday. I mean, that's what I'd be doing if I was 17. And I thought, ooh, a quiet moment to get this done. And I've gone, oh, I am a bit headachey. And I've got my comedy course tomorrow night. And I'm thinking... I want to be able to get to that because the week after is the showcase. Oy, oy, oy. Um, but I was chatting to some friends on a WhatsApp group. One has just become a grandma. Congratulations, Sarah. And, um, yeah, something going round. There is something going round. Uh, she's had it. Said it took her two weeks. Our friend in Boston said she's not feeling great either. Um, and what has been proposed is hot toddies and lots of sleep. 
I think I could get on board with that. Sounds good. Uh, so the thing that I was going to talk about yesterday, and it kind of ties in, is every now and then I wonder about whether you should just snap out of it or not. And I did I talk about this recently? I'm not sure, but um, I was chatting to a friend about it, and obviously it changes with each generation, I think, you know. So my grandparents and certainly my great-grandparents would have been, you just get on with it. You know, they great-grandparents would have been through the Second World War and they're like, you just get on with it. Um, then for my parents' generation, I guess there was that mix of being raised in a, get on with it, snap out of it, household, plus the world becoming a bit more, well, like thinking about the UK, thinking about the Western world, maybe safer in some ways, more prosperous for some, but not all people, more opportunities, uh, more potential to consider how you might build and grow your life beyond um, getting married, having a family. Uh, Probably there's a lot tied in here to do with capitalism and the bloody awful things that Thatcher did. Very interesting. I spoke to um, a guy who I'm going to have on my podcast, Challenging University, who coaches working class professionals. Really interesting chat with him. And he was talking about his time in the 90s, 80s, going into 90s in the Northeast and how if you look at the narrative about the 80s, which is like, yeah, money, 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 champagne, Charlie's, people making money in the city. Um, And, you know, you can see like the Barrow boys working on the stock market. But that was not something that was experienced in, well, many parts of the UK and certainly not. Um, towns of heavy industry and I thought god yeah if you thought about the kind of I don't want to say like mainstream media but that narrative when you watch anything about the 80s a lot of the media output is all about Woo, wasn't it a great time and everyone had big hair and people were drinking champagne in bars in London and wore uh, red braces and pinstripe suits um, and you had Sloan Rangers. So, yeah, that gave me a bit of pause for thought, really. Um, and where am I going with this? Yeah, so I guess things change with each generation and certainly I feel like for my kids' generation, there's a huge amount more of things like having a trauma-informed approach, um, therapy being um, uh, not demystified, but it's less taboo to enter into it. And I know you know that I had um, several months of therapy might go back to it, don't know. Um, and I guess there's an element of trying to figure out what works for you at any given point in time. So uh, I was chatting to another friend who talks about sometimes she tends to ruminate, which is not good for her. And I definitely feel that that is similar for me. If I dwell on things, it doesn't take me to a good place. Um, so yeah, I felt like today I will get out for a run, see if I can sort myself out. 
might have been a wrong move, like get up, carry on as normal, clean the house, sort my handbags out. But at the same time, I've just bought this book that I've been wanting to read for ages called The Body Keeps the School by Bessel van der Kolk. Um, and it is about the effects of trauma and how to kind of deal with them. Um, let me read the blurb because I won't do it justice and I'm only like 10 pages in. Uh, the effects of trauma can be devastating for sufferers, their families and future generations. Here, one of the world's experts on traumatic stress offers a bold new paradigm for treatment, moving away from standard talking and drug therapies and towards an alternative approach that heals mind, brain and body. And this has been recommended to me by quite a few people. And... Um, it starts out talking about how he worked with Vietnam veterans um, in processing or, or just sort of getting to understand the causes of their PTSD. So I'm looking forward to reading this. I know I'm going to learn loads. Um, at the same time, I am wondering, should I just like snap out of it when I'm feeling a bit down? Should I just carry on as normal? I don't know what the right thing is just a process of discovery i suppose um so there we are i as i have sat down i might see if i can read a chapter while i've got a bit of peace and quiet um and i feel like i'm about to cough so what do i hope for you i hope if you do a kill or cure run it's cure i hope if you've got like a drawer that's pissing you off just like grab half an hour sort it out um, thank you for being here for the podcast. I will be back with you tomorrow. 